Bless them, bless vibrations, dear one. Such an honor to have you here for another episode of Wisdom Wonderings. I'm your host, The Flying Saucer. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, this one's been building up for a little bit. I, um, this is kind of in honor of, um, uh, I've just released, um, my latest book, Sovereign. Um, and yeah, this is going to be, um, maybe there might be a few of these depending on how long, how long I go with it. But yeah, I'm just going to be talking on a few different things related to sovereignty and what that actually means, you know, uh, how, how I'm terming it. Because if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that um, a lot of the ways of of um, understanding is very different to other people's understandings, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of definitions here which aren't um, conventional you know what I mean? Because we're creating a new, uh, a new way of, of comprehending, a new way of understanding. You know what I mean? It's uh, the the cultural conventions don't mean nothing to me. You know what I mean? We have to we have to go beyond that to find that with that with which is true. You know what I mean? And this ties into to sovereignty. So I know this might be a bit of a funny word for some people because especially for those people who are involved in law and things like that, um, it is a kind of a, a lawful term in a lot of ways which means a lot of different things in, in law than it does to perhaps um, the kind of conventional dictionary. So what I would say by starting off is like, so sovereign means ruler, right? And in a sense, in a kind of lawful kind of way, it's only really the queen who is the sovereign here. That's why she's known as sovereign, right? So for the people who are not familiar, this is the queen of England I'm talking about, who's also the queen of um, lots of other places in the world. Um, And yeah, mafia, basically. Yeah, head head of the family essentially. That's why they're known as the family. Um, and yeah, uh, she's known as sovereign, right? And so what I am um, putting forward, and and um, let's see if this is something which um, you can can let's say find through the course of um, the podcast and and the book and stuff is. The, the sovereigns, essentially the sovereigns have relegated themselves to serfs, okay? So a serf just is another word for a slave. So we all, we all are sovereigns by nature. We all are rulers of this reality by nature because it is our own reality. You, your own universe. And there's various things which take place which typically deprive sovereignty from um, seeding itself, okay? So this is why it's called the podcast 
sovereignty ceded, sovereignty ceded, sovereignty ceded. Because if you if you can understand those two words, to cede is to yield, right? To 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 s to c e d e is to yield, is to surrender. Okay. S e e d is to wield. It's to penetrate. It's to implant. And so we see this as a cosmic continuum of a of a wielding and a yielding, a yin and a yang, a a giving up and a taking, giving up and a taking. And so, what I'm what I'm, as I say, what I'm coming out with is a lot different to what you would have heard of in, if you've heard anything about sovereignty. So I encourage you, for this. To, and for anything I'm saying, to drop all preconceived stuff, to drop anything you may have heard about it and just take take it for what it is, right? So the sovereignty, which is the innate part of who we are, we are innately dignified. There is nothing in nature which is not dignified by its essence. You do not see no savage robin. You do not see no stupid rhino. You do not see no idiotic sheep. Well, (laughs) that one might be a little bit contentious, but (laughs) they're true to their nature, right? So the human in its nature is sovereign. But what I am wanting to portray through this is that these are just mantles. These are just uh, thrones, in a sense. And you've heard me say about these things in the past, like about these titles, like Aryan Khan, and such and such. Like they, 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 they are mantles with which one can take up. You have the choice. You can, you can be stupid. An animal does not really have that choice. It has to be intelligent. That is its essence. But the human, the human can choose to remain, for example, infantile, or it, if the conditions um, are so adequate for that, then it will remain so, and that's what we see kind of largely taking place. So, and that's why I said like, until one has response ability, slavery conditions. Until one finds out one's proclivity and propensity to rule themselves, one will inherently fall upon slavery because one inherently has to fall upon those with which offer solutions, those with which condition. And so... What we're really, what we're really dealing with here is the the choice, which is the chalice, you know, the the choice with which we have to follow that with which we know is right. But this entails and ensues one doing some key things. So this is what I want to get into in the first part of this. 
And one of those things, which I, which I touched on last time, is related to the cult. It's related to culture. Your cult. Now, most people, and perhaps some of you who are listening to this, may not have the... Um, yeah, you may not have even it may not have even crossed crossed your mind or awareness or whatever that you're living in a cult. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to envision because that's that's not my way. I'm not going to tell you what your reality is because I don't know what your reality is. All I can say is how I view it, and what I mean, whatever rings true, you take and you use. Whatever doesn't, it's not necessary for this time and place. So, when I look at culture, I see a cult. Now, for those who are not English speakers, well, f- uh, native, typically when people talk of, talk of a cult, people uh, are referring to some form of group which operates with some form of categorization or zones or categorizations or um, some form of delineation of how it is special upon how um, it has the truth um, there are certain um, it's kind of standards to uphold with which um one becomes a success. Um, there's lots of there's lots there's lots of kind of delineations here as to what makes a cult. Now, from what I can see, there is no difference to a culture. When we take off kind of the semantics, right? Got to go beyond the abstractions. When we go down to the nitty gritty, there ain't no difference. And so, if we find ourselves awakening to, oh damn, I, I lived in a cult. I'm existing within a cult. I am framing myself within a cult. I have allowed the cult to define me. I have allowed a abstraction to define who I am. And so, there we have the seeding of sovereignty. There we have the let go of a rulership of one's life to a greater whole. Okay. And in that aspect, we're allowing societal straitjackets and personality packages to dictate our reality, and uh, and uh, I always, I do find this funny, and I I've chatted to a few people now, and I do feel like this has I do feel like this has this has some truth for a lot of people. Perhaps not for a lot of you listening to this, but for quote unquote mainstream people that. And this is, and this for me is one of the key evidences of how it is a cult, right? That people in the cult, uh, 
think that there is one truth, there is one way, and anything else is blasphemy and heresy. Now, I would, in, I would ask you to compare that to what the culture that it is you live in. Because it doesn't matter where you are, Jamaica, Taiwan, um, Austria. If you are heretical to the key um, tenets of your culture, then you're not only you classed as weird, but you're also classed as someone who is potentially mad or even a terrorist too. Terrorist in nature, right? So, this conceptualization of there being one reality, this is a key point. There being one reality, and anyone who doesn't abide to that convention to those conventions of that reality is weird or um stupid or like some fool or like etc etc you get what i'm saying whereas when one is in the uh let's say essence of sovereignty one recognizes the most multifaceted nature and infinitude of expression of that reality with, with, with which then means that you listening to this right now have your own version of reality like you have your own way of con- conceiving this and you're in, you're living in a different reality to me we might not even be contemporaries you might be uh, someone who doesn't live in the present most of the time you're in the past or you're in the future you know what I mean it, there's all these different formulations with which we are existing here and then we have all the informations information that dictates the lens or it dictates the language with which we view it narrate our story so a sovereign essentially one has to go beyond culture one has to go beyond personality packages to find their true self now i like the zen kind of way of putting it what's your original face it's all it's all well and good saying know thyself and 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 such and such but how are you supposed to go if you don't even know what your original face is like who are you underneath all this makeup or underneath all these masks who are you So it's a process of deconstruction, but even in that, one can get caught up within the kind of schema of culture by seeking to, like, um, I don't know, for example, heal and process and things. Every little tiny thing that you think is not... um, I don't know, love and light or whatever. But for me, that's just ridiculous. Like, there are much much simpler ways of getting and cutting to the heart, of getting to the core of the matter. And as I said, it's to go to the heart rather than being stuck with... It's like, okay, this is a good way of thinking about it, right? Or feeling it. 
The mental is the periphery. It's the whole body, but it's the periphery in a sense. The heart is the core. If we want to, if we want to talk about a core, then we could reference that as to be the heart. That's the true self beyond the masks, beyond the sheaths, or let's say prior to the sheaths. That's your original face. That is with with which has always been there and always will be there. Right. So this is why this is what I was referencing in, in the last podcast too. Like with the trans things and it's good. Like I vibe with it, but if one seeks to define oneself within cultural conventions, it's it's done. It's gone. It's lost. That revolutionary uh, uh, immense potential, nah, spark, gone. Because you're seeking to define yourself within personality packages and societal straitjackets. You can't enlarge that. It it does make me laugh when I come across like so-called radical people who think that they can somehow stretch or like enlarge or make better culture. When culture exists to create automatons, that's what its essence is. It, sovereigns are far too dangerous. Sovereigns, someone who who is their own person, is dangerous, bruv. And uh, it's good, after the last podcast, a brother said to me, when I was talking about stay dangerous and stuff, he was like, because he's like, bruv, that's exactly what Aboriginal people say. Like, uh, deadly. Stay deadly and like, that's exactly it, mate. So thanks to that brother. To be deadly is what we have to be here. It's to be... But it, but but you see, this, this is where the paradox also comes in. Because one is deadly, but one is most alive. One's alive, mate. It's it's not it's not it's not it isn't just existing. This is alive. One is living fully. One is one is one is switched on. Okay, because almost you could reference it to an autopilot. Whereas now we're in sovereignty and we're actually steering this ship. One has gone beyond the culture. One does not need that culture. Those reference points of that culture have to be gone beyond. It served its purpose. It's 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 provided the anchor. But just like these labels and stuff, it quickly turns in. Quickly turns in to the chainer, to that with which does not allow for growth beyond the label. This is why I say, I vibe with people saying I'm trans, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. It's quality, mate. It's quality. But remember, trans means across. It's a non-state. It cannot be, it cannot be commodified. And this is what we allow ourselves to be commodified. We allow ourselves to be abstracted. We allow ourselves to be put into serfdom. I know this is for varied reasons, and I go into this a lot in the book. 
we cannot we cannot outsource everything here and this is one of the key things that we're doing we're outsourcing our freedom no one can give you freedom no one if you're asking for someone to see you in a certain way to treat you in a certain light for da 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 never happen only you have to do that only you can do that and and this is why this is the key thing I'm saying on a podcast like I'm not asking for followers I'm not no guru I'm not doing this you know what I mean I'm doing this for to create masters mate you're masters but this is this is another key point here because a sovereign is a step towards mastery it's not the end itself and and this is another aspect of with which i'm coming at it from a different angle to most people because once we break beyond the fiction of the person then we can step into sovereignty but that is not the end because there's there's no end the master that okay let's, 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 let's put it let's put it in a simple way in this respect right a sovereign finds self to be king but then so in in a sense the sovereign seeds so s e e d they they seed their will they seed them themselves as a being right but then as the seed the seed has its has its shell okay now the shell has to be let go in order for the seed to grow now equate this equate the shell to the ego if the shell is not let go if the and and concurrent to that if the societal straitjackets and personality packages are not let go the seed the seed cannot grow The bud cannot blossom and the flower cannot flourish. And and henceforth the communion cannot take place. And this is the key aspect of the master, the and the difference between the sovereign. The sovereign uh, has to the sovereign has to know themselves as self and uh, as part of that as an all-encompassing self because all is self here all that that thou art i am i am that that thou art so that means that all life is connected everything here is connected everything is is a web all is in communion all is in symbiosis all functions off each other in some way or form and so the master recognizes the organic unity recognizes the well let's put it another way the master dissolves themselves the master blows out the candle nirvana or or let's put it in a better way the candle is blown out. There are no desires. There are no ambitions. There is no sickness here. Ambition is a sickness. 
Becoming is a disease. How can you become that which you already are? You are that. But culture conditions from day one you have to become. You have to go outside of yourself. You have to have ambitions. You have to do this. You have to do that. To become. Nah, bruv. I'm a being, bruv. (laughs) You see me. You see. You see. For me, it's so, so simple. Be yourself. So, so simple. Just be yourself. And it's this... It's this um, stretching and clawing and attempting to fit within some form of category to show how you are something or other. It just creates so much strife, you know what I mean? It, it comes from an inherent inadequacy. A sovereign does not have inadequacy. Only a being which is not truly themselves is inadequate because they don't really know what the hell's going on from one moment to another because they have no foundation. There is no compass pointing the way. There is only watching what others do and trying to follow what others do to not stand out. Feel what I'm saying here? So we're going way beyond the legal stuff here. How does one become ruler of their own life here? How does one step on the ladder of mastery? Because inadequacy just leads to having to prove something, right? I got to prove how spiritual you are. You got to prove how flipping much. Um, <laughs> it's so hard for me to say this it's just so I just start laughing straight away just like what why Why would you have to prove something that you already are why do you have to become that which you already are That that's mental and and I'm probably going to do an, uh, another podcast on this in relation to the mental, in relation to how sick the definition of oneself as mentally orchestrated is. But I'll save that for another one, I think. So, so yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel? You feel what I'm saying by this? And if you've listened to to past podcasts, then you know what wave I'm on. You know what I'm saying, really, with the message about self and things like that. And yeah, the the, the labeling and categorization, or I, I, I see why it's done. I do see why it's done, and I do see why. It's purpose to a degree, you know what I mean. But for me, it it basically instantly cancels itself out by 
it's convenience because whatever is convenient will just end up cutting your throat it, convenience culture is what it, <laughs> convenience culture is just so detrimental in so many different ways I'm sure you can get it without me even saying it that with which is convenient is fast it's it's got no substance there's nothing there's no nutrition there it's just quick easy shallow you feel me you're not you're not shallow i don't i don't know who's listening to this but i know you're not shallow the fact that the fact that you're listening to this when you could be listening to anything in this infinitude of existence i can't even believe you're listening to this mate <laughs> like I think that's what we underestimate a little bit, like the infinitude of realities here and the unbelievable synchronicity which brings us together and with which we seek to live a life that's true. But I mean, from what I can see, not many people want that. Not many people even have that at all on their radar. You know what I mean? So it it isn't at all a surprise for me that slavery is so prevalent here. It's not at all a surprise, but obviously no one wants to know themselves as a slave. The whole thing operates by by glamour, right? So... So yeah, I just wanna. I just got the book up here, so I might just. Yeah, I might just read out some things. Some things for you. So in the meantime, while I'm looking for something to read out. Just remember, come back to your breath. Remember your breath. Remember your center. <sighs> come back to that awareness. Come back to that here and now. Present to the present. Bliss and bliss vibration. And yeah, thank you for being here. Right, so let's... I just want to... Just want to say this a little bit briefly because it isn't talked about too much, and yeah, so I'm just going to read this out and I'm going to a little bit of a pause so you can integrate it, and then I'm speaking a little bit. The priestly teach manners so they may govern, govern, manner, and manner. The priestly teach manners so they may govern manner and manner. So if you if you're I'm sure if you're familiar with anything I've done, you'll see that I love wordplay. I love looking at language in all the different ways. Especially English language is such a cryptic language, like it's very it's very, very cleverly coded, you know what I mean? And that's why I wrote in a standing as well to do some exp- exploration into that. Um, so, 
I'll just say how I've spelt manner, so you can get what I'm saying. So I basically teach manners. So that's M A double N E R S. So they may govern manner. M A N O R and manner. M A N A. Right. So you might be familiar with those words I've just said. And so you uh, you probably can get what I'm saying. The priestly teach manners, so they may govern manner and manner. So this is pretty key, and I don't feel like enough people are talking about... Well, actually, no, scrap that, what I'm saying. Scrap that, because they are. But I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like we need to keep into perspective the... Um, teachings we are receiving which come outside of ourselves and the second hand knowledge right and and this ties into belief and how belief is is beliefs just wank like got to step out of beliefs got to it's got to go way beyond beliefs or prior to beliefs and so the the priestly are teaching manners so they may govern manner and manner so manner first one or is in relation to um like and a state, like a sovereign's, a sovereign's, like, um, let's say, and a sovereign's uh, land, or like domain, or like, there's all these different realm. There's all these different ways of talking about it, right? But it, it, it's like what's cultured is what's enculturated. That's the manners. I mean, in England, there's a big thing about being polite, so that's the manners coming in there. So we're taught manners, we're taught morals. To so then, manners can be governed, but not just that. Manner, which is a term term from Polynesian people, but obviously every every different kind of language and stuff has its way of describing it. Or and manner is 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 one's life force. It's it's there's it means a lot of different things. But let's just call it life force for this respect. So, when one... The priestly are very clever in, in for example, um, teaching guilt, for example. Now, that is heavily drummed into the psyche of the Westerner um, or the the religious. So, one has to see one has to see the politics one has to see the ways that religion um especially the head people of the religion drum into us certain uh ways of seeing this is this is important because they don't just drum into us things to believe it's like ways of seeing that matters more it's a it's like an epistem- epistemology, like a, a a way of deciphering what you are looking at. Ah, this is a funny one. Vultures manufacture chaos to establish pecking orders. It is enough to know the ways of the warring, so one can spot a hovering from a great distance. 
So yeah, as you see with the book, um, it does have like a kind of a um, like a poetic kind of let's say a poetic kind of way of approach, but. Uh, uh, you know I me. Mean? It doesn't have a genre. It doesn't have a category. It's it, their meditations more than anything. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, the the things to definitely um, just like sit with and allow it to sink in. Not even contemplation. Not even none of that business. Just just read it, imbibe it, drink it, and. You know what I mean? Let it let it do what it needs to. And so like it's almost like it it does have like an aspect of kind of like the art of war to it as well in its own way. Like I'm definitely not seeking to mi- mimic that or anything, but um there is an essence of like one has to know the ways of the warring, like I said, like uh, because for me it's it's then very, very simple. For me, it's unbelievably simple to work out conspiracy. And what does conspiracy mean? To breathe together. So when people are questing for power, they're going to come together to further aims. It's just obvious. like, And... Um, to me, it being so obvious, one does not have to venture into the realms of conspiracy theories and stuff. It's not even necessary at that point. Because all you have to know is that there there is an infinitude of reality here. And there are going to be a significant amount. You don't even have to put figures on it. But it's going to be at least some people here who are of the reality that then to do whatever is necessary to get power, prestige, to further their aims. You know what I mean? And so, and so, I liken it to a movie, right? When you watch a movie, it's unbelievably obvious. So obvious, mate. Like you just know it. You know it basically from straight away. Who are the? Um, ones that you want to root for it's like it's not even a, it's not even an issue and this is exactly the same in this thing but because there is no um, there's no awareness as to this is this is just like a movie then one cannot spot the villain right in front of their eyes So yes, dear one, I might leave it there. I might leave it there for this one. Um, so yeah, by the time, yeah, the 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 by the time you by the time you connect to this, there might be a lot more books online. But yeah, for now, I've got got a few books online which you can take a look at if you feel to. Um, it's, it's a free price, meaning. It starts at zero and you can pay whatever you want to if you feel to. Um, but yeah, it's just read it, mate. Just read it. Do do, do what you got to do. And um, if you want to read it, just, just read it. You know what I mean? 
and um, and yeah, if you haven't if you haven't entered into that remembrance of sovereignty, then I hope that this has been a um, a helping hand in that respect. And yes, dear one, you are you are king. You are <laughs> your majesty, mate. Your majesty. And you recognizing yourself as majesty does not mean that anyone else is less than because of that. When one candle is lit and another candle get gets its light from that candle, it, the other candle doesn't go out, you know. One candle lights a thousand flames. It's we are we are all one. So yes, dear one. Probably um probably do a, some more episodes on this. And so best and best vibrations. Keep finding the present in the present. And I'll see you for the next one. Love.